ho, ho, wonderful parents. Tis the season at the Parenting Podcast, and I'm Cheryl Lang, your festive host. Today marks the kickoff of a special series designed to bring peace and joy into your hearts during this bustling holiday season. Now, if you've been tuning in regularly, you know we don't just paint picture-perfect hallmark moments. Instead, we tackle the genuine complexities and realities of family life, especially when navigating the challenges of holiday expectations. In this episode, our TPP team delves into the heart of family holiday traditions, exploring the impact that family dynamics and life circumstances have on our celebrations and on our hearts this time of year. Our aim with this series is to be your companion for encouragement, peace, and an honest exploration of families, holidays, and relationships. So, grab a cup of your favorite warm and cozy beverage, settle in, and get ready for a heart-to-heart filled with insights, honest sharing, and a sprinkle of holiday cheer. All right, we're getting ready to start a series on holidays. Yay! And I have a really important (laughs) question to ask that I've never asked the two of you. Okay. Did you believe in Santa Claus? Of course. Oh, yes. For quite a while. Me too. Hook, line, and sinker. Uh All of it. Uh Yeah. Yeah. I I did until I didn't because I remember when I found out. So do I. I was playing hide and seek with a babysitter at our house. My parents were gone. And I was hiding in their closet. And in there was a big black lawn trash bag Mm -hmm. full Uh of gifts. Yeah. And I didn't dig too deep because I was kind of scared. But I saw on the top this little figurine. Well, fast forward to Christmas, it's in my stocking. Uh, And my mom had mentioned one of the things in the stocking. She said, actually, I bought that. I just threw that in there. So I took that opportunity to say, oh, well, did you just throw this in there too? (laughs) And she said, no, no, that one's from Santa. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's awfully odd. Yes, convenient. (laughs) See, I didn't realize it till our conversation here. I think it may be a little bit like other significant historical events. Like for us, it's where were you when you found out JFK? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then also 9-11. 9-11. Everybody remembers. And yeah. now I'm finding it when you found out about right. Santa Claus. Yeah. Was it devastating for you? Well, yeah, because I would hide underneath the giant dining room table that looks straight over at the fireplace in the living room. <laughs> and I was waiting for Santa to come. Oh, wait, you were hiding so yes. you could see Santa. Yes. Oh, okay. I always okay. watch. This is Ellen Gutsy. Yes, <laughs> I always waited for Santa. And I sometimes I swore I heard him. You know, I'd sit, sit and look out the window for hours on Christmas Eve. So anyways, I was hiding under the dining room table. And all of a sudden, my grandfather, because he lived with us, walked in and started placing all the gifts. Oh. I was probably about eight. And I went, oh, it's true. Oh. All my friends were telling me there was no Santa, but I was hanging on. Uh-huh. And then I then, of course, 
my mind goes, so what else is in truth? There's no Easter bunny. Uh-huh. There's no. So then I was All like. Oh, my life is a lie. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly was my conclusion. Everybody's been lying to me about my favorite thing. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, I'm like, oh, I didn't want to not believe. Uh-huh. And I really embraced it. I remember when I was probably four or five and I woke up at night, and who knows? It might have been 1030. I have no idea. Right. It was just dark. And I ran down the hall to my parents' room. And I know I was young because, like, I was just standing. I could look into his face with the um, mattress. And I just said, Daddy, let's go see if Santa Claus came. Oh. And he said, we don't know. He just perpetuated <laughs> so much. And he said, you better go back to bed. Because if he sees you, he may just turn around Uh and leave. Oh, no. And I can remember walking back down that hall and standing because I had to pass the door that went to the living room where Santa might have been. And I was terrified. Uh You know, and just stood there going, what do I do? I don't want him to see me, but I want to see. And so I wasn't gutsy like you. So I got down and crawled on my stomach. And I remember the night we were asking all those Santa Claus questions. And then my dad just perpetuated it. Mm. How does he, if you don't have a, how does he get everywhere? Right. Yeah. And then the year I didn't get to sleep early enough, and I heard my parents going in the attic overhead and back down. And I heard and I went, okay, that ruins it. So did you confess to knowing at that point? Yeah, I didn't either. After that hide and seek episode, I kept it quiet because I didn't want, well, we got our big gifts from Santa. Like all of our good stuff was from Santa. And so I didn't want that to end. (laughs) I'm the oldest, so I didn't know what the protocol was once you didn't believe. Yeah, Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. You know, so this is some of the magic that was fun Mm -hmm. in holidays. And, you know, it's kind of what everybody wishes that it could always really be fun and rich and Mm Santa-esque. Like all the movies. Yes. But that's not the reality that most of us live in Mm -hmm. in real life. So what about if we just kind of explore the holidays and talk about some of the aspects of it and then some of the challenges Mm -hmm. and even the stress factors and and expectations and, yeah and y'all i'd like to get into changing family dynamics yeah that's, because that's when it was really nice and santa clausy i didn't realize how much our dynamics were going to mm-hmm. change yeah the holidays i mean they're such an important part of every culture yeah. whether whether your western culture or eastern it's culture true. everybody has their holidays that are very significant and you know you start when you're really young with mm-hmm. with traditions and mm-hmm. then you become the adult and you perpetuate the traditions and they can be good or bad Bad. Right. And I think that's the hard part when you become an adult and you're in charge of the tradition, <laughs> mm-hmm. deciding how much you want to do or not do. And I think that kind of bears on how you felt about whatever holiday it was. I always felt like as a person that likes parties, I always <laughs> felt like my parents did not party enough. <laughs> so I made sure then when I was in charge of the holidays, we party. Yes. You know, starting from Thanksgiving on, it was a party. And I made sure we had different days we did different things and it was a lot of work and I and I've done them with my grandchildren now you know we always had craft days and things like that and to me that was just the fun of the the big party that starts at Thanksgiving yeah I love it I love it all I I think it's very unifying I love the chaos of being out in the stores and even shopping for Thanksgiving food and I just 
I feel like, like you said, all cultures have these traditions and rhythms yes. in their calendar. And it's just very, um, I don't know, lovely to be part of yeah. some community event. And th- that in itself, to me, right. has significance yes. and value that we're all celebrating each yeah. holiday. Western culture, but... we all celebrate this together. Yes. yes. Yeah. And, you know, uh, but the problem with that is expectations that come with it. Mm-hmm. But psychologists talk about traditions, even if it's a very simple tradition. Yeah. That it, it really... Um, is significant um, in children's hearts yes. and in people's hearts that, you know, you think, oh, yeah, we just always do that. Yeah, but actually it's not just the fun of it. Mm-hmm. I know you're my party girls, <laughs> but actually there's a sense of stability yeah. that having these same traditions, we always right. do it a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. What are some things, what, are, what do y'all do? Well, yeah, we, so my parents were divorced when I was seven. And so we, I had two full Christmases because they always lived in the same town. And so we did it all twice. (laughs) (laughs) So we would do, my brother and I would go to my dad's on Christmas Eve and have the whole Christmas dinner. It it was like probably what you're saying for your Christmas day would happen at my dad's, at my grandparents, yeah, for Christmas Eve. So we'd have dinner and all the gifts and the whole thing. And then the next morning or late that night, every time it was kind of different, we would go to my mom's and then Uh do it again there. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I I didn't know any different growing up. Yeah. But I, I think most kids of divorce kind of like the the fun part of getting to yeah. Christmases, yes. you know. Well, see, in my family growing up, we couldn't open gifts on Christmas Eve. Um, we did other things, right. but we could open one gift. Yeah, that's how we were, too. You know? Just got one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember when it was socks or yeah, something boring. <laughs> yeah, something really boring. And then uh, Santa Claus and all the gift giving, all of that yeah. went all day on, on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. We just stayed in our pajamas yep. and... So that was really rich and fun for me. And it was complicating to me when we moved where Bill's family lives here in Oklahoma because they do it yeah, a different way. Yeah, different traditions. Yeah. And so we had to figure out different traditions because mm-hmm. Bill's family always did everything on Christmas Eve. Even mm-hmm. when they were younger, they have a friend one time actually came in a Santa Claus outfit, but all on Christmas Eve. Uh-huh. So my kids, when we moved back to here, thought this is great. Yeah. Because they opened gifts on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And then we had it all, so all day on, on Christmas Day. Again, they enjoyed the double Christmas. Right. Uh, and, celebration as and well. we just that carried on to my kids because then we would continue to go to my dad's on uh, Christmas Eve. We had the tradition of, oh, of yeah. wearing our pajamas and having breakfast for dinner um, at his house. And now that he's gone, my brother will host that at his house oh. from now on. But then we would have our own family's Christmas Christmas morning and Do then you go get to new pajamas every year. Usually, yeah, we have a couple of PJ events right. in December, so we uh, usually go Christmas pajamas. Well, when they were all around, but. <laughs> Um, they they still milk me for some pajamas somewhere in the month of December, <laughs> even though they're not at home. I think all of this is an example of that traditions do matter, whatever they yeah. are, when they're either silly or simple yeah. or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And because you all move so much as a military family, 
What traditions have you had, Ellen? That was really important to keep the traditions moving 19 times in 30 years. You lived in a different house, different community, Mm -hmm. but there were certain things that we always did Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Mm -hmm. things like that. So the kids knew that was going to happen. Um, It might have different faces around the table, but it was still the same stuff. I wasn't going to make something because I like to try new recipes. But I remember one Thanksgiving, I learned very quickly from my children, the holidays, you do not introduce anything different. (laughs) So I said, oh, I think this year I'm going to do this. And everybody literally went, no, you can't not do that. Now, were you trying to replace it with something? Yes, I think that's That's what it was. I don't remember what it was now because it was so long ago. But I was going to just do something different. Well, like you do German food on Christmas Eve. Yep, that's one of our traditions. If you were going to say, I did Italian food, they would, yes. uh Or grilled cheese sandwiches, they would not be happy. (laughs) You know, and I want to encourage our listeners to think through Mm -hmm. starting traditions or continuing traditions because there is something sustaining about it that matters. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and if your family's young, make the decision on what you can sustain. Yes, <laughs> that's that is, Christy, that's, that's such a good, good point. point. I tell that to moms all the time. Uh-huh. Whatever you start, think it through because you're going to have to keep doing it yes. for the next 30 years or whatever. You know, that's yeah. what your kids are going to want. So if you do a lot, you're going to be stuck doing it. And a lot. the idea of the tradition, it's just that it's repetitive. It doesn't have to be elaborate. One right. thing, my mom every year buys my girls this huge box of Sharpie markers. And, you know, they went through a Sharpie craze, probably middle school or so. And it's like 50 colors or it's a big wheel of Sharpies. And now it's just a tradition. I mean, I don't think they get like really excited about the actual Sharpies, but yeah. it's the tradition of it. And That's who doesn't need a Sharpie true. at from time to time? Yes. So, yeah, something <laughs> very worth small that costs $9. It, it's yeah. the repetitiveness and the, yes. the, like you said, Cheryl, the stability and security that's in something mm-hmm. consistent. And your point's really good. It doesn't have to be this big Not thing. It can be something as small as you make this sandwich every Christmas right. Eve and we eat that. So, you know, figure out what you can do and don't get overboard because mm-hmm. there's a lot to do e- either way. Right. Well, and one of the things for our family that was significant is the bigger values behind holidays. I'm particularly thinking of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, it had so much significance ah. to it for us. Um, what are some ways that you all incorporated your values or how would you encourage our listeners to bring up the value part because the fun is fun, but we want something more sustaining than just having good mm-hmm. food. Yeah. Well, things for little kids that just pop into my head. One for like for Thanksgiving, for the whole month of November, we would make a paper chain oh, and we oh, would yeah. write something Sorry. we were thankful for and we would yeah. staple them together to make a paper chain and that would hang in our house the whole month and we'd add to it every morning. And and so we could talk about gratitude and, and, and you know, pray and thank God for the things that we were writing on our, on our paper chain. Um, my girl's favorite thing about Christmas was Jesus' birthday cake on Christmas morning. We always had a birthday cake. And I mean, 
we're all too old to want cake first thing in the morning now, but it's been, I mean, probably just a couple of years ago, they were like, can we still make a birthday cake for Jesus? And, oh, you know, it was just a cute way when they were little to explain and remind, you know, before we open gifts, we're going to honor the yeah. Lord and, yeah. and celebrate his birth. And, and we, um, did, we did a similar, we didn't do the chain, but because Bill was an artist and I got my artist children, we would take a huge piece of paper and draw a tree that had no leaves on it and then that's what we would do is oh, that's cool. ride on them yeah. and put oh, the leaves fun. Yeah. onto yeah. the tree I love or that. anywhere on the picture that you wanted yeah uh-huh. and carry that over and then um when we had people come to visit um even from diverse backgrounds or whatever then we could say here fill out on and add your leaves yeah. to, our, mm-hmm. that's to a good our, idea. our tree yeah. um just again to focus on yeah. um, gratitude, thinking of others. We just wanted to really try and bring that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Fun reinforces the value. Yeah, you that's know true. that's mm-hmm. that's why we do fun things. Right. You know, because then the kids remember. Um, I'm one of those people that likes to mix it up all the time. So mm-hmm. we had some basic same traditions, but I always did things differently. But I think for my children in particular, food was really important because I like to cook. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, the meals were always. German food for Christmas Eve, Chinese food on New Year's Day. Oh, that's fine. And, um, you know, the same kind of thing. I think that that was one thing that I could keep constant in terms of a tradition. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then just making sure my kids understood that, you know, it wasn't about them. Mm. And yes. it wasn't about just gift giving and getting, making sure that the kids, um, especially for the, the uh, Christmas holidays, making sure we had projects, if you want to call them that, where the kids could focus in on a friend or a stranger or whatever it was so that we could give to people outside. We were always fortunate because we were military. So there were lots of military members that Mm -hmm. didn't have anywhere to go during the holidays. Mm -hmm. So I remember my daughter saying to her friend one time who was not military, she goes, did you have like holidays where you had strange people at your table who you didn't know. Is this and, normal? And her friend just looked at her like, no. Aww. And I just overheard it and kind of laughed. And I said, oh, yeah, I never thought of it from from her point of view. As the youngest yeah. child, we'd have maybe, you know, we. I mean, it was common to have 30 people wow. around yeah. our table. And so she might only know six or seven outside of her family. And so she's sitting in between two strange people. That's neat. That reminds me of a tradition I heard someone did. Um, They had a a white tablecloth, and I think they kept it at the dessert table or the the certain table every year. And whoever was there for that year's Thanksgiving would sign the tablecloth. And that would be neat to have have everyone's names that you'd ever encountered. My daughter-in-law got one, and she wanted everybody to sign it. And then her plan was to embroider that in over the next year. Wow. So it would be permanently. Yeah. You know, and then they moved overseas. So I don't know. I love that idea. I forgot to ask her if she's continued. Yeah. And we did the same thing. Ellen possibly picked it up from you, but particularly after losing Bill, looking for new and more different Mm -hmm. things to give meaningfulness and. Yes. Outreach, and so we. I would say the same thing. The kids, if you know anybody, particularly as they got older teens and college or post college, anybody that doesn't have somewhere to go, yes. invite them. And I can remember they're asking mom, "Is there still room?" Absolutely. And there were Thanksgivings where we had to go get another table 
you know, and bring mm-hmm. a different table in yeah. and set more. And it was so much fun, except for the year I think my older son was a junior in college. And so, let's see, I think we had two Saudis come that year, but he also asked two single girls who didn't go home <laughs> oh. to their families. Okay. okay. And so the Saudis were wonderful, but the two girls, it was very quickly obvious to all of us that <laughs> they, they had thought, a crush on oh, him. Yes. <laughs> Alex has invited us home to meet his family for Thanksgiving. And, and they the didn't girl, know each other. They didn't know each other. He didn't realize that was code. And for we somebody. just, all of us, it was so obvious. And they just stayed and stayed, and we played games, and they stayed. Oh, gosh. And we just thought, what do we do with this? You know. And so anyway, that was a unique yes. uh-huh. invitation. Uh-huh. So later on, I said, Alex, maybe not invite multiple girls. Right. At least without some clarification. <laughs> yes. yes. I think they picked up a little more. He goes, oh, I'm just friends. I go, don't think they yeah. thought uh-huh. we were just friends. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. Okay. And so we, we've kind of talked about the fun the bigger meaning and maybe a little of the snowflake wonderful aspects Mm -hmm. because our time's gone. What are some other things you'd want to bring in at this point? Well, I think in light of of traditions, I would say one thing I've realized with my girls as they've grown um, is to just check in with them over the years and take inventory on the traditions and say, which of these are you guys still loving and which ones are kind of, have you outgrown? We should pack away until we have grandkids around or, you know, and and some of the ones that I've been surprised that I've thought, you guys still want to do that? And they're like, no, you know, we have to. Like one year we we always go to look at Christmas lights together. Uh And, you know, of course, at one point we all fit in one car (laughs) and one year, my daughter and son-in-law were in town, and we still crammed. I hope no police officers are listening. We went very slow, and we were in a neighborhood. But we were all crammed into one car, and I thought, this is the last time we should do this. Yeah. <laughs> or rent a limo. Yes, yes. That's what we would do is, uh, as Bill's parents aged, and then when his mom was widowed and just got older, yeah. but we would still, everybody know we still have to go over to Grandma's on Christmas uh-huh. Eve. So it was very different. Everybody's grown, and she was significantly old, elderly, but they did love it. And then we would go drive and look at lights mm-hmm. afterwards. And, and it is fun to say, what do you want to do? Because yeah. it's surprising sometimes. Yeah. They go, we can't quit doing that. Right. right. You know, and then there's some it. where they're like, Mom, why do we do this? Yeah. You know, when I realize I'm the one doing all the work and yes. all the time yes. and nobody's yeah. showing yes. up or wanting to yeah. participate, I'm like, okay, this one we've outgrown. I we think that's a on. good point because usually all the work falls on us. Uh-huh. As they get older, you can delegate yeah. some of the things, but really going through the traditions and saying, who thinks this is still good and meaningful and do we want to keep doing this or do we want to add a new tradition and get rid of this one? Right. And I think that's the that's fun thing really because as everybody gets older and then married and spouses, you know, things change. So Mm -hmm. you have to kind of say what's important. Yeah. Here's a fun tradition that I have. Uh, we started the the Christmas pickle, and do you know what the Christmas yes. pickle is? No. We have a Christmas well, pickle. Now yeah. our tradition is mom forgetting the Christmas pickle. Wait, what, what is? I don't know the oh, Christmas okay. pickle. Okay, the Christmas pickle is a, a green pickle ornament. Yep. And the you, you know usually Christmas Eve, I think people hide it on oh. the Christmas tree, and you can attach money. Like I would do a five dollar bill on it, and so whoever found it on the tree uh, got yeah. the Christmas pickle, you know, uh, yeah. trophy and the five dollars. 
but I never remember it. That's why I'm so glad that I didn't have to ask <laughs> that elf on the shelf. I, I would not be good at that. And so now that's the tradition is mom forgetting every year. <laughs> yeah. We, we have the now. Christmas pickle <laughs> and usually it gets lost. Somebody takes it and they're well-meaning and they're going to hide it and they mm-hmm. lose it from themselves. Oh. So then everyone's where really is the uh-huh, Christmas until pickle. Until you take the tree down. Yes. Well, <laughs> like Ellen, I can imagine because you said you got where you just put numbers on Christmas gifts and then oh. you forgot who the yes. numbers yes, were. Yes, we've done that. You know, the same. I One thing that I thought, everybody go, oh, as in their 20s. Everybody's late teens, 20s, no. And I said, so we can quit doing stockings, right? <gasps> uh-uh. No. <laughs> you know? And I, it was a lot of work and like expense yes. to fill stockings. Yeah. So now we developed it. And so what we do is put the stockings on the sofas and chairs. And then when everybody comes over, they just sneak in there and everybody oh, helps fill everybody yeah, that's the like idea. Yeah, that's really good. So that's it, a great idea. It makes it a lot of variety. And again, I like the evolution yeah. of, of new yes. um, traditions. And my dogs hate it when we forget their stockings. Because oh. <laughs> they can smell their stockings uh, <laughs> with a little dog bone in it. Just uh, side note. That's, that's so fun. <laughs> fun. Well, thank you so this is just the beginning, and we'll come back and we're going to delve into some of the more complicated aspects mm-hmm. of the reality of holidays that we do want the wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, everybody really wants the yes, Virginia. There is a Santa Claus yeah. feeling about the holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's come back and talk about some of the more challenges next time, all right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So hang in there, parents. Keep loving Keep persevering because it's worth it. As we wrap up today's conversation on family holiday traditions, I want to extend my heartfelt thanks to you, our amazing listeners. Your presence here transformed this podcast into a special place filled with shared experiences and genuine connections. Before we part ways, we invite you to share your own stories. How do your family traditions shape the holiday season for you? Connect with us on our website, through social media, or simply drop us a text at contact at theparentingpodcast.com. Your thoughts matter, and we always look forward to hearing from you. Be sure to join us in our upcoming episodes as we continue our holiday series diving into the practical tips on managing stresses and expectations during this very special season. It's going to be a conversation with encouragement, understanding, and honesty. Lastly, if you found value in our podcast, consider sharing TPP with friends and family who might benefit from our discussions. Your recommendations would be a wonderful gift to them and to us. So, until next time, keep those traditions alive, stay connected, and take care. See you soon.